Podcast like a motherfucker. Time podcast episode fifty five point three. Yeah, I think it's three, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's three. So um, I'm here again with uh, Mr. James McDonald. Welcome. Thanks for having me back again. You've got to do a bit better in your games, otherwise you're not going to get invited back. I know. Yeah, I'm, this is my last chance. I think this week. <laughs> So uh, I think last the last episode that you were on, we I was struggling a little bit with the video. But I think um, I think now it's going to be a bit better quality. So hopefully people can actually, if you're listening on YouTube, you can actually see the lists now. Yeah, that'd be pretty handy. <laughs> yeah, that we're actually yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you're listening via your RSS feed, you just get to listen to our lovely voices explaining what's going on. So um, I think this episode we're just going to go through our last games at House of War, and then maybe talk quickly about the matchups in the next round. Yeah, as the draws good. already been done. So, so James, how did your game go? What, so what was your I, predi- what was your prediction to begin with? I'm pretty sure I backed myself to win because you know need to back <laughs> myself. I can't remember what exactly I backed myself, but I think I said I'd get a big win because of. I, I was think, feeling I think, good. I think you said the seventeen. If I yeah, I think it, it it was something like something big, bigger than I got anyway. So <laughs> um, yeah, I was playing a Vermin Swan mirror match against Trent, and I think I said as well that my list was better than his. I, yeah, I definitely said that. I so, think you did as well. Yeah, so my list was better, and I was backing myself for a win. So then we started playing, and I didn't win. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe my list isn't better. So, so what was uh, the final score. The final score was 16-4 to Trent, including he won the secondary. And we were one victory point off it being a 15-5. So, it was, yeah, I mean, it's still a loss. But um, it was a really nice game. Trent's really sound guy. Look forward to playing him again. Um, but just things didn't work. Was, I was charging like two monstrous rats and a unit of foot pads into one of his units of disciples. Yeah. Uh, one monstrous rat needs like a six overrun into a doom wheel that has two wounds left. The other one needs anything over like a four on swift stride overrun to get out of arc at the second disciple unit. Yeah. So the one rolls a tree and gets flanked by disciples. And then like the five disciples that can contact kill it before it even gets to swing. And oh. the other one ran into the Doom Wheel, did like no wounds with the nine attacks, and got killed over two rounds. So I think turn three I lost both monstrous rats to dash incident. So was it um, was it crazy UB dice or was it something else? Uh, yeah, I think it was just poorish dice. Like I'd be hitting like on fours with like five attacks. I just get like one hit and it's wound on fours and it won't wound. So like it was a little dicey, but yeah. even I'd be hitting on trees with like four attacks and get like one hit and then it doesn't wound and stuff. And just small things like that kept happening. There was nothing like major, like, oh, this unit broke and everything went wrong. It was just a constant like Okay. So small... in, in your opinion, was there any like mistakes that you could learn from? 
Um, putting the disciples into the his ratted arms block wasn't probably a good idea. Well, it might have worked. I needed like an eight with the disciples and a seven to put a doom wheel into the flank. So that turns off their spear bonus and I can like strike first and shoot them up. Yeah. But the disciples failed, so the wheel went in, got ground out over like a couple of turns, and then the disciples frenzied in and died as well. So just kind of end up feeding them like three hundred point lumps. <laughs> but that was kind of on the right flank. I really should have taken screenshots with this YouTube thing because then people could see what I'm talking about. So that was all on the right flank where I was just trying to keep them busy. Yeah. And um, on the time. yeah on the left flank, I put like both wheels. The two monsters rats and the vermin demon so i was like right i'm just gonna push hard and left but that's where then the two monsters rats ended up dying uh the verm my vermin demon killed his pretty luckily there was one turn he did like four wounds to my vermin demon and then i hit him back with div magic and the wheels shooting did nothing i was like oh this is bad then he fluffed and then my vermin demon one shot his with magic in the next turn so that was one lucky point but at that point i was like going down big anyway so it just kind of what about the scenario so last time we talked a bit about the scenario how because he had two big blocks it might be a bit easier for him to sit on the scenario yeah so this is why i kind of pushed really hard on one side he dropped first i think maybe um and he had like his vermin demon up in the far right corner of the board uh, behind a piece of impossible so i was like all right fine i'm just going to drop everything to go for or put all my stuff down to go first and like mm. rush his left so then if i push behind them and this is why i wanted the two monsters rats to like overrun past the disciples and stuff was if i get behind them then like i can kind of combo charge the big blocks and maybe beat them yeah but then when that stalled i just kind of had like a bunch of little small things that he was just able to walk all over me and okay it just and, um, didn't work. How did the artillery work against your um, small scoring units and things? Was he using it to kill the footpads or what was he using the catapults for? He kept firing them into the, um, what you call it, Vermingard. Okay. So I think first turn he was hitting on fives because I forgot to pop the lightning rod and he, <laughs> hit, with, he hit with both of them. But then it was kind of okay because I was like, ah, oh, next turn his Giselles can shoot, so I'm better off using Lightning Rod then and his wheel and stuff. So yeah. I, I forgot, but in hindsight, it was actually okay. So then turn two, I used Lightning Rod, so he's hitting me on sixes. I think both hit, and then turn three, one hit on fives and the other misfired. And then like turn four, turn five, turn six, the one that was still like working hit like every time on fives. And then those and the BSB panicked off the board eventually from it. Okay. But. Uh, they didn't do too much like they weren't a massive factor in the game massive factor in it yeah it was mainly just things stalling like kind of throwing three units into one of his and it not working or throwing like wounding something with magic and then not being able to finish it in combat and just thing but it was a really good game learned a bit and Trent was really nice cool awesome so my game went slightly differently to yours. Uh, I won 12-8 in the end, but it, it went a lot worse than expected, let's say. Yeah, um, you were a big win as well, I think, weren't you? you were yeah, I, I put myself down for a 14, which I think right. in hindsight is probably about right for the matchup. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, it all went wrong in the first turn. So my, my first mistake was dropping for the first turn. I should have let him take the first turn. 
I thought I thought with the hold the ground, my what I should do is just push up onto the objective and sit there and use all my razors just to just to stand there and take whatever he could throw at me. But yeah. after after I'd after deployment, I realised that the um, just to look go back to Rob's list. Um, the Ed Bashers with the paired weapons were matched up against the Barrow Guard, and that was pretty bad for me because they ignore the parry. Right, so they're on trees. And, yeah. yeah, and then the Iron Orcs were matched up with the the what the fuck they call the Ghouls. Yeah. So, so no was, AP. Yeah, so obviously, obviously, Robert deployed pretty well to kind of get this. Um, kind of get these two units matched up in the right way like for me it would have been better the other way around so what yeah, i should have yeah. done is in fact just to hold off on the deployment and um at least trade off deployments until i could see a bit more where rob was going to put his main combat units so yeah so that was a mistake initially and also with hold the ground i feel it's a bit better to go second because you yeah. kind of get to control the objective a bit better as yeah, it's and at the end of the player turn. Undead is on usually like second, don't they? Because yeah. you can heal and... Exactly. And, and this yeah. this I kind of learned the hard way. <laughs> but uh, hopefully for the next game I'll remember. And then the, the, the main mistake that I made in this game was... I'm just going to bring up a UB uh, thing here. So I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. So um, my ghouls were, were here. And my bats okay. were here in this kind of formation. And right. then Rob had his Iron Orcs here and some Fascav here. So okay. I, I moved up in the first turn to about this distance. So I, I knew that this was quite a long charge for the Iron Orcs. It was, it's like a 16-inch charge. So yep. even if he pops the wire and gets an extra advance and have Swiss Ride, it's still like a quite a long charge. Yeah. So I, I didn't think he would make that. It, it, may, it could have even been a bit further back to a yeah, 12 so He's looking for like an 11 or a 12 if he yeah, uses exactly. his walkway. Yeah. Right. And, um, but on this side, it's he, he has a 10 into the bats with, with the warcry. Okay. Um, so, so what happened is he charged both the, the Iron Orcs and the Fascav into the bats. And I mean, I, I have to hold because I'm undead and and what I didn't realize was that the overrun would put his Iron Orcs into the flank of the ghouls. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to show you here what happened. So these guys um, engage first. Right. And, and maximize. Yeah. And then all he needs to do is clip the corner here. Yeah. And he's got the right amount of models. And... Yeah. And then so on my ghouls, it's in. Yeah. So... Something like that. So he's got enough models in and then. It's in. It's very much in the flank of the ghoul. So of course the the bat swarms died. Yeah. And then um, these guys overran, and then the iron orcs promptly went into the flank of the ghouls. Right, and that was that was on his turn one. <laughs> yeah, and you still managed to win twelve. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron. this was the first the first big mistake that that happened, and. Um, the second big mistake was in his turn one magic phase. I think I, I just wasn't either paying attention to the spells that he had, or I just I just uh, didn't realize the the ramifications of allowing him to cast break the spirit on my barrow guard. 
Mm. So he, I think I dispelled another spell, which was maybe uh, Raven's Wing or something like that, that I thought was quite important at the time. And what was more important would have been to stop Break the Spirit on the Barragard. Because firstly, I was stood in a field with half the unit, and yeah. I wanted to charge his um, headbashers in the middle of the table, because that would put me on the objective. So I, I made the charge anyway, thinking that I could probably raise uh, the Barragard even if I lost a third of them. But uh, yeah, out, of, like... out of 37 models, I lost, I think, 27. Oh, no, right. Um, 25 or 23 or something like that. Yeah, so right. it was those crazy UB dice that just rolled really weird and, and I lost like a large amount of the unit. And then in the magic phase, I, I failed to cast raise on two dice. And I, I failed to cast, actually, throughout the game, I failed three raises on a four plus on two dice. Hell. So the, these kind of small setbacks uh, made it a little bit harder for me to to win the game, but it, I kind of pulled through at the end with some shenanigans and some good, good, good dice rolls and stuff like that. Yeah, that uh, the bar, yeah, the barricade thing's kind of weird. I think I would have let break the spirit off as well. If, yeah, we we discussed but, it after the game, and you yeah. said as much. And maybe it wasn't the worst decision, but the dice just kind of fucked yeah. me a bit. Yeah, it doesn't help. Like, but yeah, how did the ghouls end up? Did they lose to the? Yeah, they kind of crumbled yeah. over a few turns. Oh, okay. Right. And um, I almost killed the BSB, but Rob was saving like a boss on his Aegis save. Yeah, but, and yeah, they, the Arnox kind of with armor, went, it's hard. They just went down after a few rounds. I couldn't raise them enough, and and, and frankly, I was like, ah, the, the, I'm not going to be able to raise them fast enough because they're just going to die. Yeah, and you don't get to reform probably to do all the attacks. And... Yeah, exactly. And, even, yeah. and if I reformed, it, I was like down to five guys and if I reformed he would just get more attacks on me oh yeah so it's not good then yeah so I yeah. just kind of stayed one wide and they lasted probably longer than they should have done so at least it held off the iron orcs until the end yeah I suppose keeping the busy is pretty good yeah yeah okay. and, and with the I just couldn't kill the BSB which um, stopped them from being stubborn or would have stopped them from being stubborn rather yeah so then you could get lucky at some point and yeah and I was just—I think I was a little bit unlucky not to kill the BSB. And Rob was, as I said, Rob was saving really well, so that would have netted me probably the rest of the fourteen, up to the fourteen six if I'd have got that. Yeah, I mean you're at fire up prediction. You're closer than I was. So. <laughs> but uh, I, I think um, some things to take from the game was that the magic did synergize quite well, as we talked about in the previous episode, and uh, the monster hunter. Uh, took off the gargantula in a couple of rounds of combat, which was nice. So, yeah. so that that definitely worked. I think he, I think he failed. I think actually, think he failed a leadership nine or eight stubborn test with the gargantula. With the gargantula, which which netted me a few points. Nice, yeah. In my turn, nice two. little chunk of points. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was a really really good game, actually. Rob, super nice. And really, really fair player. And I, I, was, I enjoyed the game a lot. Was the Wyvern good, or did it do anything? Um, not really. <laughs> it kind of flew yeah. around, avoiding the uh, the monster hunter. Right, and then yeah. I think he charged it into a Varkalak at the end to try and save his wizard, but didn't save his wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Varkalak might give that a good go, I think. Yeah. 
It was quite close. I think he only just killed it with the last crumble. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know for a seven hundred, almost seven hundred point lord. Yeah, kind of yeah. want to be sure you could kill a Varkalak, I think. But yeah, so it was a it was a tight game, but uh, I got the twelve eight in the end. Yeah. So how about the that, say again? Sorry. Because of that, I get to play Rob next. So, <laughs> so that's the, Rob is your next matchup. Yeah, I'm playing Rob. So how do There's you a, how do you feel about this one? Um. I'm going to back myself again, but like we'll be back here next week and I'll be like, oh, so I did this and it didn't work. <laughs> um, I'm not afraid of the Wyvern. I think divination logic's pretty dangerous for him and the two wheels. Yeah. Um, the Orc Shaman on the Warboard, like if he's standing anywhere, he's just going to get hit by multi-wound stuff from wheels. Because... The five orcs, I just need to kill the one, and I can start like allocating hits onto him. So, yeah, in an ideal world, he won't be around for too long either. So, the, um, the scenario is banners, right? And he's got three four scoring. I have um, four as well. I think he's got three. That's five. Yeah, iron orcs, boars, goblins, and Ed Bashers. has four. Yeah. Four, yeah. So, I can kill the boars easy, I think, if he uses them. Yeah, I think you can like just puke on them with the rats, just as one yeah. way of getting rid of them. The maggots might be a pain with all my single models. I don't really want to run through them. I mean, I suppose I can try and draw them out with like the foot pads and stuff. Even even the monstrous rats, you res five, right, and you have a four up save. Yeah. So if he's releasing them at you, it's not already that dangerous. Yeah, it's four wounds. Though. If there's a spike and you're just down three hundred something points, all of a sudden. It's uh, but but it's I, I just don't think it's that likely to kill you. Even if he rolls, even if he rolls um, really high on the number of hits. Let's say he rolls like ten hits and five wounds. Yeah, you're gonna save half of them, right? Yeah, yeah, true. I think I have PTSD. I was playing a playtesting game with the Dread Elf book, and I <laughs> lost a cowboy, a hydra, and a kraken to three maggots. So I think I have PTSD from that. And I'm just. <laughs> The, uh, he just, he like triple marched at me and popped them all through and it just like kept lifting like a model each time he threw one out and I was like, oh, yeah. there's like turn two or something. Yeah, it was a disaster. But um, yeah, no, yeah, I guess they're kind of okay. The, yeah, monsters, rats and beast. Iron orcs are a bit of a pain, but I think disciples are pretty good against them. Yeah. And the disciples are good against the common orcs as well. Yeah, I think, I think I can, yeah, I think I can win this. He's not. He's not got that much shooting, really, to kind of deal with the dreadmills or the or the disciples. Yeah, he has to kind of come and like catch them all. So I think if I just kind of stay mobile, don't let him get charges. Yeah. And then try and combo charges stuff in an ideal world. That's. Yeah, I mean the the gargantula and the warlord both are a bit afraid of the wheels. Yeah, the warlord really is, and then the gargantula probably doesn't love it either. No. Um. Gargash is pretty good, but I think even like disciples are gonna hurt him. Strength five, he's only res six, like. Also the Vermin Demon can get stuck in, in this fight because he's not really got anything that threatens the demon. Yeah. The once he doesn't like bowl throw him, I think I'm like pretty okay that I can yeah, dance and, around and, and pick the demon will beat the warlord in combat as well. 
yeah yeah definitely and he goes first i think yeah yeah he's definitely yeah so he's gonna go first he's gonna hit him and yeah i don't think the wyvern wants that but yeah i get yeah if he survives he might hurt me he's got less descriptions and stuff but yeah i i think it should be okay rob is four points ahead of me though there's a bit of a gap in the thing so <laughs> um, uh, we'll see uh we could end up on the same points again after even if i get a small win i think because he's on eight i'm on four so in, in light of the scenario what's your prediction for this one i am gonna win the scenario and 15 five to me 15 okay yeah Pretty, pretty uh, spicy uh, prediction again. Yeah, uh, if I just keep saying it, eventually once it's going to come good. <laughs> eventually, eventually you'll sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that's the podcast I'll direct everyone towards if they <laughs> want to listen to one. So. The one that you share on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at some point it'll come good. All right, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be a 13 to you. Right, are oh, you backing Rob. me this time? That's, at least you're backing me. Yeah, this time. Yeah, this time. Yeah, that's that's where it all went wrong last time. You didn't believe in me. Well, now now you've got full confidence and no excuses. Yeah, it's it's all <laughs> going to be fine. I'll text you on Tuesday evening after we play, giving out about why it all went wrong anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who are you playing next? I am playing Ollie Matha. Ah, nice. So we talked about his list before. This is the one with the two chosen lords. Um, oh, double Feldrak yeah. Elder. And a couple of chaff units, the sloth chariot, which is going to be a bit hard work, perhaps. So I think this is an okay-ish matchup. I yeah. Think the objective makes it a bit easier. What's your? Your scoring is the two big blocks, and then and the knights. The knights, right? So you can, yeah, you. You've no soft units, really. That just no. Um, the Feldraks are probably okay for the vampire to go into because of yeah. the monster hunter. Have you got fly? Yeah, yeah. So you get hatred against you and stuff, but yeah. Um, I mean, you should probably smash him up first before. I you... mean, I can't really deal with the two um, chosen lords so well. No, but they're just going to be like standing around in that block with the relentless yeah. banner so you just need to yeah i suppose like the barrow is it barrow guard yeah they the can yeah be okay they, of i don't think he wants to run into them they're not going to give a shit about your ghouls no. but if you just threaten them with the barrow guard because they have a lethal strike don't they and yeah so they don't want to get stuck grinding on the barrow guard all game no. Because you've way more to gain in that. Like, if you can pick up one of those characters, it's 600 points. So like, yeah, and they're both infantry characters, and I get multiple yeah. wounds too against infantry. So that All right, yeah. So, so there is a little bit scary for them. That's really, yeah. And Especially like, if you get re rolled to wound, they're yeah. dead. Like, yeah, oh, the Death Cheater one definitely doesn't. The Talisman Shield one even probably doesn't, but Death Cheater can't go near them because yeah. it's what, two sixes, and you just pick up 600 points? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Snipes don't really bother you either, do they? Um, not really. Only against the Necromancer. Yeah. But I can always just heal the Necromancer. Yeah, yeah. Just once he doesn't take both Snipes in a turn. He's... Yeah. 
Probably but I think I just I have the tools to deal with him. Like I have alchemy, so I can I can try and kill the warrior knights with alchemy, and that's kind of that's one point of the objective already. Yeah, you can lash the knights and the chariots. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll uncopper the knights again. Yeah, I think like those knights, if he uses them, like they should be dead turn two if you can like get hits on them. Yeah. Um, and the the banshees can deal with the chaff pretty well. Yeah, the flares. Yeah, they're res three, aren't they? But like barely any. Yeah, five up maybe the one with shields. Yeah. So I think I think the matchup is okay for me. Um, a lot will depend on on how he uses the feldrax. So I, can, yeah. I can definitely deal with one of them with my monster hunter. I, I think even though it's flying, I'm going to be striking first. If I can do maybe one wound beforehand with something, then uh, it should be reasonably okay. Yeah, I think I think you should be pretty safe with that. Two Varkalax can probably eat one as well if you got a combo charge, could they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Varkalax are not as useful in this matchup, but something like the Lust Warriors or even the Chosen Chariot like, I can probably fight the Chosen Chariot with the Barclax. Yeah. Or the Vampire Knights that go through the Chariot or the... Well, and yeah, Valdrak, the Valdrak Elder probably. as well. Yeah. So, like, you have a lot of things that can zone them. It's not like he can just run at you. Yeah. Obviously, you have to be careful with the Vampire Knights because you don't want to give up a secondary pip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. You'll only... The Valdraks are kind of annoying because you can't use the uh, Alchemy reroll to wound against them. So, that's yeah. like... But even like uh, even Lash is pretty good on the Feldrax if I just want to take a wound or two off. Uh, you rerolled successful flame and hits or flame yeah, but it's against three, the threes and threes, right? Yeah, but then you have to reroll the trees again. That's just kind of. I, th- I think it's still okay. Mm, yeah, maybe. If I if I just want to do a couple of wounds before it goes in. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you've got spare dice, but there's yeah. other things you can lash and. Yeah, definitely. Up, so, um, you pick up like that ten man unit of. Lust Warriors. Yeah. You can probably pick them up if they expose themselves or the Knights. And then just mind your own scoring. And yeah. I'm not sure. I'd be interested to see how the Chosen Lords, like, if they get into you, you're probably in trouble. But if you can figure out how to keep them from doing their thing, I think you'll win quite big. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my, my prediction for this one, I think it's about. It's probably, again, a 13, 14, maybe a 12 if, if it goes badly. Right. So you're planning on winning the secondary and then... Yeah, and then just keeping stuff alive. Yeah, so... I think yeah. with, with the way that the, the format is, we, we need to be in the top two to go through, right? Yeah, so top two out of 11 now because Jordan's dropped, so... Okay. So um, I, I, fig- I figure that... The I, th- I think the good strategy is just to get small wins, small wins, small win, small win. Yeah, and I think just, so. If you can be consistent, yeah, to, it, maybe, yeah. Like we've 20, 19, 19, 16, 16, and then you on twelve. So like, if someone, if two other people get massive wins, then they'll probably run away with it this game. But yeah, um. Yeah, I think if you get small wins, you've a good chance of coming second. 
because as the top people start to play each other later on, I imagine there'll be more draws, which will like yeah allow that's for some to leapfrog. It's more of like a yeah. submarine uh, strategy. Yeah, just leapfrog whoever like draws. Um, I think I need I need to win like relatively big to even have some. <laughs> so you're going all out this next game. Yeah, one of us. Like if me and Rob get a ten ten, like both of us are basically out of contention. I think so. Yeah, someone needs to be a winner out of this one. <laughs> so lots of twenty nils in the lower tables. Yeah, I think so because well, we got we got bottom half of the table is eight four four one one. So there's going to be a lot of going for blood. I think. So um, just to finish off, uh, what's the top table? Who's that? Who's playing? It is Marcus and Frank. So dwarves against demons. So Marcus had the pretty standard list aside from the the twelve orders. Yes, it's twelve orders. And six Frank players had the two blocks. That I think we said that this was really bad. So, okay. but <laughs> he's at the top table. So yeah, yeah. So what do we know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the kind of vanguardy list with. Yeah, stuff. Um, yeah, Marcus. If he had more snipes, would be in a lot of a better position. But it'll be interesting. I think. I reckon Jordan's list was going to smash it, but I think Marcus's list struggles a lot more. So. Okay, I mean, uh, just on just on the quick glance of this, I think Marcus probably has quite a good opportunity to win this one. Yeah, but. He has to be really careful because the Seeker Lord and stuff will just eat his things. Yeah, true. He hasn't got um, all that much uh, range damage. No, and the like doesn't Frank have the Smashy Dwarf Lord and all yeah, that the king, stuff? Yeah, yeah. So like he's got him, and then he's got the Dragon Seeker. So the Omen has to be kind of careful about going into those. Yeah, but the, the Hoarders should deal with the Seekers quite okay, aside oh, yeah, from the character. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of Seekers. And the thing is, like, if they're grinding each other out, so say you can, like, trade Hoarders for Seekers, Frank's winning secondary then. Ah, because yeah, because the Hoarders are scoring. Hoarders are scoring, so that's a bit of a problem with this matchup. Yeah. Whereas the Seekers are just grinding well, maybe away. It's, maybe it's a bit tighter than I uh, thought then. Yeah, I think I think the fact that the Seekers don't score and all Marcus's toys, apart from the Flies, do. Yeah. Like, like Marcus has, what, one, two, three, seven scoring units. Um, yeah. They're obviously pretty tough because it's the mirrors and stuff and hoarders, but Seekers are going to eat three hoarders at some point. <laughs> Unless, I don't know how Seekers and Flies go because they're kind of constantly killing each other as they die, so. Yeah. I think it's just Maybe if you can... Yeah, if you can just use the flies to kill the seekers, and then the hoarders can probably work their way through a dwarf block or something. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting game. Yeah. So I reckon. I mean, based on what we've talked about, maybe Frank has a has a bit of an advantage. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Um, maybe Frank has a bit of an advantage. So maybe like twelve or thirteen to Frank. Maybe Marcus is like super experienced and really good. So if it came down to just kind of who's played more, then Marcus will pick it up. But I think 
yeah, I think it'll be interesting, but Frank's going to pip the secondary and get a 13. Cool. Okay, Maybe. so um, I think that's about all we have for this episode. Um, thanks again, James, for coming on. And you have your game on Tuesday, right? I do, and I will take some screenshots next time. So we can... <laughs> I think mine will be on Friday. So uh, let's get back together next week and, and see what happens. Yeah, sounds good. Hopefully we'll both have tales of great victory. To <laughs> then maybe we play each other in the next round. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right, James, thanks very much for coming yeah. on. Um, if no you want to get in touch with the podcast and give us your thoughts, you can catch us on amatimedk at gmail.com. You can find me at the Ninth Age Forum, Henry P. Miller. And you can see us on SoundCloud and on YouTube.